Tom Gerhardt and Dan Provost are the guys behind Studio Neat. On this show, we discuss entrepreneurship, product design, and all of the ups and downs that come with running a small business. I'm Mike Hurley, and this is Thoroughly Considered. Yeah, so Dan, was it, well, like a week ago, two weeks ago, that uh, we got a really ominous email from a lawyer that represents Apple? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Oh my God, it happened. Because we spoke about this, right? Like, what the potential could be for you guys to receive a takedown of this. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh... You know, we we I mean, we figured it would happen, uh, but it had been like a little over a month since we launched the video, and it hadn't happened. So we were like, hmm, maybe it's not going to happen. Uh, but then we got an email um, from it was nice, and uh, we called up the lawyer representing Apple, and he was just you know straightforward, and we were like, okay. Um, and so we kind of Dan, uh, did you get like the video, the new video up in like three days or something? Dan kind of hustled and. Uh, put together a brand new video um and so that's up on the website now so we don't have the fun one but we have now a video that's you know just like straightforward and simple and uh communicates things well so i mean i think it's i think it's good i think the the fancy fun video like did its job with the launch and so you know i'm not super disappointed you don't need that anymore yeah the only thing i wish is if there was a way to like have that video up and it'd be okay just like for posterity or something and it doesn't make any sense but maybe like later we'll be like remember this video like when we have i don't know but it's it's sad that it can't even be shown like out of context or something i mean it doesn't make any sense but it's limited edition yeah limited edition that's right yeah all the people that saw it have something special that they can lord over everyone else that hasn't seen it we made their whole year Having been the person that spent the many, 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 many hours making it, Dan, how do you feel now? Are you okay with it because you do feel it did its job? Or, like, does it you sad? Yeah, I think I pretty much echo what Tom said. Like, it, you know, we had a good launch and a lot of people saw it. I was actually just checking the numbers. Almost 100,000 people that's saw the great. video. So that's, that's great. pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> while I was making it, we're very aware that they apple would be well within their rights to ask us to take it down uh so you know it was a calculated gamble from the beginning and to be honest uh it it lasted much longer than i thought it would i thought we would there was a potential for us to get a cease and desist you know within immediately 24 hours yeah Yeah. of it being put up so i'm actually i was a little bit surprised when it finally did come because i thought we had kind of uh you know weathered the storm and they just kind of didn't care but i guess uh the wheels kind of move slowly with that sort of stuff so yeah it was fine yeah yeah because uh, well i understand that to a point right like that, that surely the wheels do move slowly ish but i assume that apple has people ready to go at a moment's notice it's just strange to me who knows i mean yeah, maybe it's maybe it's just a priority thing. Like it was kind of super low, low priority, so they're just kind of working through their queue of things that actually matter. And it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> my lunch break. I'll I'll take care of this thing really fast. I don't know. Because again, yeah. like the letter that they sent you or the email that they sent you must just be a form letter for them now, right? Like they must have to issue 
Was it like, no, was it well, like a cease and desist or something? Or no. What? Interestingly, it was actually the email was from the lawyer and it didn't even say anything. It was just like, hey, uh, can do you have time to chat? That's so weird. And so, you know, we knew what it was, but it wasn't. And so we actually called, you know, we talked to the lawyer and he ex- explained it. So it was actually very like they were very, uh, huh. very cool about the whole thing. And they gave us like time to take it down. Like they didn't they weren't like you need to take it out immediately. They're like, we understand. Um, so. Yeah, it was actually... California lawyers, man. Yeah, it was like way uh, more like personal than you would expect. So that's cool. So yeah, all around. So for people that are kind of like interested in the the kind of following the Apple world and stuff, and I know, you know, with the Dash stuff, this was kind of in the news recently of how Apple likes to solve these problems and and interact with uh, people in this context. And so I was kind of interested in interesting in that regard so for one yeah they didn't there was no paper trail right like they wanted to get on the phone immediately um and talk that way rather than emailing back and forth and then secondly the the impression i got from the lawyer and um tom you can uh see if you agree with this or not is is very much um like we're on your side. Uh, like we really like our developers and it's like, what can we do to like resolve this instead of like, Hey, you guys need to take this down immediately. Like it was very friendly. And, um, it's like so obvious that they do not want this to turn into a PR thing. And so that, that's kind of like the tone Hmm. of, of the guy is like, this isn't a big deal. (laughs) Like, you know, how, how can we resolve this in an amicable way? Yeah, I yeah. guess the thing yeah, that definitely. shows that the most and what I actually find the weirdest is that they gave you time to fix it. Which yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. really, really, they didn't need to do that. Oh yeah, of course not. But yeah, I mean the yeah, it just seemed like the whole thing and he like mentioned that we have like developer you know, he, we both have developer accounts and he mentioned that and like he was you know, he there was context to what he was saying. He was like, you know, we you know, the docs are cool. I mean, he was just saying that personally, I think, you know. So it was just interesting. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh you know, it wasn't like some faceless, you know, lawyer machine. So, you know, that's cool. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I, I think Dan is exactly right. I mean, Apple has only anything to lose from a PR point of view, being trying, you know, being like cold and like, you know, seeming like squashy. And so, you know, it makes perfect sense for them to try to be personal and, you know, personable. And uh, that feels good or whatever. So, yeah. So no big deal. All went well. It went exactly to our plan. <laughs> I mean, it, really, it kind of went as well as you could have expected. Like, the video did its job, and now it's gone away. I mean, in all honesty, like, I think the video that you have up there now is better for now. Yeah, it's better mm-hmm. for just, like, selling a product and, like, quickly explaining it and not having, like, you know, 20 seconds of video before we do show anything, you know. Because plus the people that saw the material doc video on day one are the ones that would appreciate that video that you made. Yeah, exactly. People now might not necessarily have the context or even think it's funny because they might not be like the nerdiest of Apple nerds. Like they might just Mm -hmm. be someone who Googled iPhone doc and this came up, which it should because it's the best iPhone doc. (laughs) You know, I was wondering to myself because I've got this this, uh, pixel now. Like I'm wondering, is there some kind of weird way I can retrofit the material dog oh. for one of those. I don't know what the cable is like. Be able to, yeah. If if you might, if you get lucky and the cable fits in the hole, you might. You probably would work. 
Uh, it probably might work. It's yeah. USB-C, right? Yeah, the cables the... are significantly bigger. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's weird. So I don't think it would work. But you can maybe get a USB-C that is like... Uh, like like you know lower profile like thinner stuff yeah both both the two that i have i have two different ones they come from two different phones and they're both like way thicker like you know that little rubber housing that goes around the connector mm-hmm. it's like two or three times the size <laughs> it's crazy yes it's super super why thick. would they do that there's not even a chip in there i don't think right or i think there? it I might know. be because of their quick charging stuff maybe like there might be power management things going on in there i mm. don't know but Could it's, be. it's bigger but just make a bigger one for me, right? Just put a bigger hole okay. in it. Well, if you want to get crazy, you could like use an X-Acto blade. <laughs> like make the hole bigger. At your own peril. <laughs> that would take forever. i just sitting there <laughs> scraping away. <laughs> whittling down the dock. That's right. You can't. I mean, it's wood. You know, it can whittle. How are these doing on stock now? Because like, I'm going to get another one anyway. I want an iPhone one just for my desk because I'm fed up with the 12 South one that I have. Oh, we're we're mm. in the clear now. Like they're in okay, stock cool. and we're we're all good. Yeah. Are they shipping from the US for me, or are they ship from somewhere else? They're shipped from the UK. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, well, I'm going to buy another one then. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Studio Neat. <laughs> <laughs> be fast. It'd be like two days or something. Talking about thanks, I want a glyph. I want a new glyph because uh, of my vlogging project. Yeah, well, it's coming. We're uh, we're excited because we should be getting. Let's see, we should be getting the like the first plastic like injection molded parts from China like this week, like Friday, hopefully. Um, and so we're excited. Uh, they won't, you know, they won't have like texture on them and they'll, um, they won't be the right color uh, and they'll probably won't fit perfectly and stuff because it's kind of like the first pass. Mm-hmm. But it's cool that, uh, you know, it's like starting to be real, like the, the wheels are starting to move. And so the next couple of weeks is really going to be about like tweaking and all of that. So, uh, so that's really cool. So yeah, soon, soon, soon. It won't, it hopefully won't be long until... Uh, until they're ready. Um, turnaround's been pretty quick, really. Yeah, so. it's it's funny for me. Like it, this is not a weird thing. This obviously makes perfect sense. But now that I kind of care about this stuff because I have some little tripods and I'm trying to find ways to mount my iPhone so I can talk into it, I'm realizing how good the design of the new Glyph is. Because one thing that is frustrating me is like because I have I have two of those Joby. Gorillapod things. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one which has my old glyph on it, and then I have one that comes with this like thing that they make, which is just like this spring spring loaded smartphone mm-hmm. thingamajig. And mm-hmm. the spring loaded smartphone thing, like I'm always worried it's going to fall out of that. It's not super stable. Plus, because this is a magnetic one. So the idea is, I guess I'm supposed to put it in weird and wonderful places. But I'm always worried that it's going to just slip out of there because it's not Mm -hmm. like really locked in very tight. And then the old glyph, because I use a case, like it's a pain to keep sliding it in and out, right? Because I tend to put it in, put it down for five minutes, take it out, put it in. So like... Just looking at like the the new cl- the new design of the quick release is awesome. Plus, I want to be able to mount a microphone on mm-hmm. the same thing, and yep. I, nothing that I have currently can do that. Except that, like um, you know that 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 uh, Osmo thing, the stabilizer thing that I bought. 
that can yep. do it, mm-hmm. but that's like a serious piece of equipment. But the mm-hmm. the two tripods that I have, I can't do that with them, like the two little Joby things. So yep. being able to have like those extra uh, little what are they, what are they called those mounts? Tri- just called tripod mounts. Yeah, tripod mount is what we call them. Yeah, quarter twenty. Oh, look at that to attach like a microphone or whatever onto the side of it. It's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we made it just we made it just for you. We were thinking of you. It is honestly like a really good tool for vloggers. Like it super. Is. Yeah. Like there's so this because you've got a bunch of little details that make it extensible in a new way. Um, I'm really excited about it. Cool. Well, yeah. We'll uh, wish you know it should be all good. We've we've heard some good stuff from the field. Austin Mann, who uh, who does you know uh, who Apple like like has go take photos and and stuff uh in africa and he does a big review um used a prototype on his like craziness like running through the jungle <laughs> trying to photograph gorillas and stuff uh he he liked the the kind of crappy prototype we gave him so so i think uh i think it's gonna be good mike you're actually gonna be a a, a useful resource for us for coming up with either future future product ideas or, you know, revisions or tweaks or things like that. Cause yeah, I think the type of thing you're doing with the vlog and such is really kind of a sweet spot for, uh, the type of person that the glyph is suited for. Um, so I think that's going to be really nice moving forward. Yeah. Cause I mean, at least for the time being, I plan to continue shooting only on my iPhone um mm-hmm. eventually i will probably add like a point and shoot but my iphone will still remain an important part of the video production just because it's easier for me to take it around and easier for me to understand how to use it um like i'm, I'm a bit turned off by the idea of having a camera because i feel like it's just this thing i'm going to have to learn and it's going to stop me from it's going to give me a barrier like to, to making the stuff Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because of the way that kind of like i'm you know i'm pretty i'm a pretty busy guy like i run a business and the the vlogging stuff is a hobby right now and it only really works for me when i can do it super quickly right like i can just without much thought to get everything ready um so yeah i'm gonna keep doing keep using my phone for this stuff because honestly i think it does a pretty good job anyway like yeah. uh, i think it produces exactly what i'm looking for well, yeah, I mean the 4K. I mean it's is ama- I mean it's amazing what you what 4K allows you to do. Yeah, I haven't been shooting in 4K. I I well, was shooting in 4K. Then I moved to 1080 because the video stabilization is better in 1080. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes so sense. I moved to 1080 because yeah, I'm moving yeah. around a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I've, uh, on the glyph front, we've also been. Um, kind of finalizing packaging so that's fun uh we're doing a little bit different kind of packaging than we've done before for the glyph so that's cool um we're kind of doing like a die cut foam piece that's big that the glyph fits in and then there's like a sleeve kind of like a match like a matchbook sleeve Mm. or matchbox sleeve that goes over it so that's fun and so we're finishing that up and um just trying to get all the decisions made, everything kind of done and out for PO and in production. So it feels like things are kind of uh, wrapping up, even though they're like not at all because the hard part <laughs> is the injection molding stuff. But um, everything else is done. We just don't have any of the products. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, 
But it, it just, I don't know, it feels like whenever you've been like designing something for like, you know, 10 months or more and you're, you've made the final decisions and you've like sent the files out and sent the POs, it just feels, it feels like at least that part of it's like out of your hands. And so yeah. it, it feels like sending your kid off to school or something. It's like, okay, well, we did all this planning. I hope this works. Uh, so yeah, so it just feels good to kind of be at that stage where you're kind of wrapping up like all the decisions, uh, basically. So, so yeah, it feels, it definitely feels like a step, uh, that's kind of getting completed. So, yeah, you've basically put it out into the world now, you know, like it's, it's in the hands of others. That's right. Is that as terrifying as a thought as I consider it to be? Uh, I, I think it used to be, I don't speak for Dan, but I think it used to be now we just expect that things will go wrong. And so it's not as oh. anxiety producing. <laughs> like, I mean, but I think it's honestly like we know that these parts we're getting, for instance, in the next couple of days are going to not be perfect. Like we know. And so uh, or it would be amazing if they were. And so it it it's just the expectations are just like massaged correctly. And, you know, we're not we're not like counting on uh, these parts being perfect right on Friday, because when they probably won't be then it won't be like soul crushing right so i think that's a big part of it that's why i'm not as and then the other side is most of the kind of production things we're doing we've we've done before so we kind of know where the trip ups are and so you know like for instance like die cut foam we've used the supplier like six or seven times for the die cut foam so we know you know we know what's going to happen so it's not as scary uh for that kind of stuff and i guess with the glyph as well like you're familiar with this product, like the basics of this product, like the skeleton of what this product is and should be. Like, you know what that is, right? Because this is an iteration of that design. And I know that there are many things that are new, but like, I guess you understand a lot of the challenges that a product like this can can go through. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Even though, I mean, there's like the things that are scary about this are that there's several things we've never done. And so th- that's a little bit scary, but, uh, but we'll get it worked out and, you know, I think uh, we have time to massage stuff. So yeah, I think I think the fact that we're working with we're doing something new, but we're working with a manufacturer we've worked with several times before is really reassuring. I think because I, I, when things get a little bit scary is when we're working with a manufacturer for the first time and we just don't know if they're going to be good or if they're going to be reliable or responsive or what it's like to work with them and kind of the back and forth that's required for tweaking things. So at least we know if there are problems and you know, there probably will be, it's not going to be perfect. The first go, uh, we know how to work with them to resolve everything. Because what you have right now is like you working with a company, you know what the quality of their products are like, you know what their turnaround times are like, and you know, people, Right, like you know the people within yeah. the outside the organization, so like yeah, exactly. Y- you it, you know the things they're good at, you know the things that they're bad at, and you know what takes them a long time to complete. Like you don't have any of those unknowns. All the unknowns are is just like how this thing turns out. It's nothing really to do with like the capabilities and responsiveness of the supplier. Yeah, and really, it's just like we've we've worked through problems with them before like like lots of problems we've worked through them and so we you know we're just confident that we'll get there right like we you know working with them together you know we can do it um so yeah and you know i it's it's funny because it's like the exact opposite of (laughs) this product which is now the the kind of product we'll be releasing hopefully pretty soon which is now finally in production but 
you know, we thought it would be in production in, you know, February. <laughs> so uh, of like last year, you know, this year. So uh, it really throws in, in like sharp light the contrast uh, when you have like a supplier manufacturer that's like responsive and good or one that is just like really not that. <laughs> How is uh, old secret project X? <laughs> well, we can say the name, right? No, we can't say anything. I love this. So, <laughs> listeners, this happens all the time. So, every time we go to plan out a show, I say to the guys, like, what types of things we want to talk about this week? And then Tom will suggest a bunch of things. He's like, we can definitely talk about this. Or we can definitely share this. And every single time, Dan is like, no, we cannot talk about that. This happens every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the name we actually have given away on our uh, Gazette email list. So, I guess that's semi out in the open for our uh, subscribers to that. If you want to really know the real secrets, just sign up for the Studio Neat Gazette, studioneat.com slash gazette uh, weekly yeah. email, which is awesome. Pl- little plug. Um, but yeah, we what we can say is that today we're going, I'm going over to Dan's house. We're going to finish up hopefully the photos, like product photos and stuff because we have, you know, a production sample and um, the it's in production in China and it should they're saying it should be done on november 11th like the production run um and we're gonna try to get some a little bit early and then it's gonna get fl- they're gonna get flown back over here and we're gonna kind of do some a little some s- little assembly on our side and then ship them out to the warehouses so we're uh i think we'll be able to make it before christmas that's the plan at least or before the holidays so that's um that's good. It was really, really nerve-wracking that that wouldn't happen, but it seems like that's going to be the case. But every other thing on this product has been delayed, so we're not exactly holding our breath. But, uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So if you, the, the supplier that you've been struggling with, the, the one that's delivering them now, is the same company. You stuck with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh it's been one of those things where it's like death by a thousand cuts, even though yeah. it's not death, but like what well, D- delay by a thousand emails. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like <laughs> basically every little decision would take a month because they would say, "Oh, yeah, we'll get you new material samples. We'll have them in a week," and it was like a month. Or, oh, you know, it was just like little week long delays, but like forty of them. So it was really frustrating, but it always felt like we were right around the corner uh, for having it. Like It was like, oh, yeah, we'll have it like next week or in like a month. And that just kept getting pushed. So that's why we didn't jump ship. Um, so I don't know. It's so hard. And it's, it's one of those things that makes me thankful that it wasn't a Kickstarter. Because at least in this situation, it's yeah. just basically Tom and I suffering in silence. But yeah. if we had, you know, yeah. a couple thousand backers, just like, where's my thing? Yeah. Uh, it'd be so much more painful. So it's really, I mean, it's not, we're, this has been an especially bad delay, right? Like this, yeah. one, you know, and it, and it would have been so painful to go through it publicly because it, I mean, it wasn't even really our fault. Like it, it wasn't our negligence really that, is the reason for the delays is just like suppliers being super slow. So it's like, that's hard to communicate uh, to people. And I guess the good thing is right. Like the, all you've had to deal with is just your own frustration. That same frustration would have been there. Plus the guilt and like responsibility to thousands of people potentially. Yeah. 
Like, and that that's got to be like a big weight on the shoulders when you when you're dealing with something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I I could see though that if we did have Kickstarter as that constraint and that extra pressure, it probably would have come out sooner because we just would have like, you know, hammered them harder uh, with really trying to get because it's so silly. The things that delayed it are so silly, like really silly stuff, like not working on problems just like finding materials like the stupidest reason to delay like have something be delayed so you know i i we could have went like full hammer and tongs on them probably if if uh if if we had that extra kind of like pressure maybe i don't know so um this one is going to be a sold direct product right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah dan uh dan has been doing the all last week was doing the super painstaking uh video (laughs) it's another like stop motiony like photoshop every frame cut out oh, craziness process that he's doing uh but it looks really cool are these just like fever dreams that come to you that, that make you do this stuff i don't know man <laughs> i don't know why i do what i do i think it's worth it in the end uh and yeah. it feels just like on a personal level it just like feels good to kind of put the the blood, sweat and tears into something like you kind of feel the end result. You can kind of feel the labor in it. And I think there's something kind of nice about that. In all seriousness, these are very important, right? Like these product videos, them being impressive and doing a good job of showing off the story of the product is incredibly important to you selling the product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is like, yeah, the most important thing probably. So yeah, definitely. And I'm just glad that Dan, you know, I think likes to do that sort of thing. Like in general, I'm sure it gets really tiresome, but you know, in general, he, he's like into that. So that is like a huge, uh, huge deal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, to me, they're totally worth it. You know, I put all the work into it. <laughs> it's like, i think that they're a great thing and they should only get more complicated as time goes on. That's right. <laughs> Good luck, Dan. Take 10 times as long. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I uh, the other I guess yesterday someone used a thoroughly considered hashtag on on Instagram because um, they were talking about something they were working on, and I was like, you know what, that's a good idea. And so, listeners out there, a if you don't follow Studio Neat on Instagram, you should because we post behind the scenes stuff all the time um, or every day. But uh, the other thing is, if you're working on anything or this shows like you know, helped you because, you know, we hear from people that, you know, the show is kind of like helping them work through stuff or get inspired to do something. So we'd really like to see if you're working on something or thinking about something. And so uh, one way, if you have like an image or something is just to post it on Instagram and do a thoroughly considered hashtag uh, and we'll see it. And that'll be great. That is a great idea. And I just looked and that's really cool. Your, uh, the Instagram yeah. account is still doing some interesting stuff. It's so artistic. <laughs> well, it's so funny because uh, the most engaged posts are the ones that like look cool. And so I'm all, it's like tricky, like how much narrative versus like just something that looks cool do we do? Cause it, and so it's, it's like trying to find the balance of something where there's like substance, a little bit of substance there or something fun or interesting, yet also looks cool. And so... Trying to walk that line is uh, is kind of fun and interesting, uh, but yeah, trying different things out, uh, you know, it's a it's a journey for sure. It's a very and look, it's just a very beautiful page. It's just, it's just <laughs> lots of really interesting things there, and I always sounds like I'm giving you a hard time when I say this, but it's true. 
798 followers. Come on, let's get that to a thousand. Instagram.com slash studio neat. I want a thousand followers. Still only following two people though, right? What happened to the the follow back scheme? We just we just didn't make that decision ever. (laughs) (laughs) Decided not to follow back. Let's follow Mike too to get it up to three. Yeah, come on. Yeah, people will think he's a likes one for likes, guys. We, likes for likes. Come on, we can do this. <laughs> we should just um, we should just follow like just like four people, and then the other three people are just like no one could understand how they'd be connected, and they just think they're employees. Like we can just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can hire <laughs> we can just, anyone. Like, co-op strangers. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Cook. <laughs> oh, we have a thirty-person company. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> they're all there. Just go on our Instagram. You can see him. Thoroughly considered as a joint production between Relay FM and Studio Meet. If you would like to find more information about this episode, go to relay.fm slash TC slash 20. Thanks so much for listening.